I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today, November the 7th, marks one full month since Hamas attacked innocent Israeli civilians at the Nova Music Festival and in their homes, kicking off a bombardment of Gaza that has killed over 10,000 human beings so far and counting. It has been devastating to watch and to listen to, feeling helpless from the other side of the world. In that time, this podcast's audience has actually doubled in size. We have been ranked in the top 9,000 podcasts globally across all subject matters. Due to getting a lot of hate messages on social media and fake news running rampant at this time, I feel like I've also personally sharpened my skills as a journalist in a way that otherwise may have taken years. It's been like journalistic boot camp for me. That said, I would give all of the progress we have made away if it meant saving the life of one child. So on that note, we have decided to start a fundraiser for the International Red Cross, or ICRC. They are helping to both rescue the hostages, and they've actually helped secure the safe release of four hostages that have now come home, and they are helping to save the lives of civilians in Gaza throughout the region who need medical care, aid, and other basic resources, which... As we know, half of these people are children. We should have the fundraiser up soon, so definitely stay tuned and be on the lookout for that. We will post it to social media, we will add it to our show notes, and we will remind you guys to give. And at the end of the day, the International Red Cross is a group that is going to be helping both sides. They are not taking a side in this, and they are on the side of humanity, which is always where we stand. And that is where our feet are firmly planted, and we hope you guys will join us in giving to this incredible organization. Today, we will have some updates on the war going on between Israel and Hamas, but we have two other major news stories to go over as well as a mini story. Let's jump in. So for our mini story today, Tyson Foods has recalled 30,000 pounds of dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets because people were finding pieces of metal in them. Ugh. I had to let you guys know in case you are a mom with these in the freezer or even if you're a grown-up sized child with these in the freezer, which I would totally support. Either way, be careful with these and the health advisory says to throw them away. 
And for our first longer news story today, Trump takes the stand. So you think this would be like every politician's favorite place to be, a captive audience, people hanging on their every word. But in this case, a lot hangs in the balance for former President Donald Trump and taking the stand. Oh, it's a complicated thing to do. You see, even in this civil case, Donald Trump and his family, they have a lot at risk. They've built their name off of the idea that they are real estate magnates. And this case has the potential to shatter that public persona, that illusion. You see, basically what's at the heart of this case is whether or not Trump has inflated the worth of his properties and his wealth to rake in more wealth. What's more, this case could get Trump and his family barred from doing business in the state of New York, the place where Trump built his legacy, his public image, and where his father built the family's foundational business. But taking the stand today, which was actually his second time to do so in this case, the first time was a bit more minor, but Trump reportedly went on rant after rant. Initially, the judge, who Trump is particularly at odds with, reprimanded him for ranting and not answering the questions. But eventually, the judge reportedly gave up, according to CNN Politics, and just let the former president meander with his answers. Trump bashed the judge, he bashed the attorney general, all while on the stand and called the case a quote unquote political witch hunt, which obviously is nothing new for him. This is his answer to every single one of these court cases. But the thing is, this is a civil trial, you guys, which means the judge himself is who decides the outcome and antagonizing him. Well, it probably won't work in Trump's favor. That said, it can help sway votes, and I think that was the goal with this. Voters, rather than trying to sway the case, which Trump may already see as a lost cause based on this judge. Trump also made an interesting legal maneuver, though. He did what he could to actually like distance himself from the banks. He claimed to have used a disclaimer clause to indicate that banks were responsible for their own due diligence, basically saying, if I lied, it's their fault for not catching me. Now, whether or not this disclaimer was in all of the documentation or whether or not it will stand up in court remains to be seen, but you can be sure we will keep you guys posted. Something else going on related to this case is that, meanwhile, Ivanka Trump is saying she cannot testify because it will require her to be there in the middle of the school week, and she is a mom. Yes, Ivanka, that's actually when court proceedings happen during the week. Lots of mothers have to be in court during the week all across the country. It sounds to me like she's just trying to get out of testifying and she's not even a defendant in this case, but she could risk incriminating her father or her brothers. And, you know, that would be a scary thing. That said, a subpoena is a subpoena, so I kind of doubt she'll be able to slip out of this one, but we'll see, and we'll definitely keep you guys posted. 
So before we launch into our Israel updates for today, I did want to mention some severe flooding that is going on in Malaysia. So we actually have a follower who lives in Malaysia who is an Iranian young woman who's part of the diaspora. But anyway, she sent me some videos and pictures of the flooding to my Instagram inbox. And I really appreciate it because this story has been largely buried in the news because of what's going on with the wars. But people in Malaysia are currently wading through chest high waters, you guys. So I wanted to make sure we covered this. You see, back in March of this year, Reuters, CNN, Al Jazeera, and many more reported that over 40,000 people in Malaysia were having to flee their homes due to floods. Four people were killed in that series of flooding, again, back in March. But previous floods can lead to a higher likelihood of further flooding because the ground becomes really saturated with water, according to weather.gov. The Straits Times wrote that this most recent round of flooding has driven a thousand people from their homes in Malaysia so far, but they are still under adverse weather warnings for the next few days. So these floods are set to continue and we'll definitely keep our prayers up for Malaysia and keep you guys posted on this. Okay, and without further ado, we will go ahead and jump into some Israel updates. We don't have a ton to go over after yesterday's very exhaustive episode, but I do want to issue a content warning here. This story involves war. So the connection to the outside world in Gaza has either been spotty or non-existent. CNN actually has a tracker on their website that they're constantly updating with a graph so you can follow along daily. It actually returned to its lowest point, 39% connectivity, just this past Sunday, November the 5th. It goes up and down, but that is one of the many reasons that it's been tough to get reliable information and numbers out of the war zone. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have heard about this or if you haven't. A lot of our audience will make comments to me that like we're the only news that they follow for mental health reasons. And I don't take that responsibility lightly. I just want you to know. But in case you do follow the news, you may have been seeing stories coming out about like attacks on hospitals and ambulances. What is the deal with those? You may be asking like, what is the truth of this? So The truth is, we don't know for sure, but what I can do for you guys is report to you what each side is saying and go from there. Again, it's really hard to verify anything right now because this is an active war zone and foreign press isn't allowed in, so we're just going based off what the U.S. government can verify, and they're not in the midst of this, really, so that is why it's so hard to figure out what is at the truth or at the heart of these stories, but I'm going to go ahead and relay to you guys what each side is telling the press. So the Israeli Defense Force is saying that Hamas is using hospitals, ambulances, and really anything sympathetic and civilian related to hide themselves and their instruments of war. Basically things like fuel, guns, bombs, gear, etc. 
They have been saying this for many years. And actually, in the past, these types of accounts have been verified by the U.S. government. Even Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was recently speaking out about this, saying, we know Hamas does this. But the Palestinian press and leadership, which is essentially one and the same as Hamas, is saying that there is absolutely no Hamas fighters in these hospitals or ambulances that are being raided. Right now, as it is an ongoing war zone, foreign press is not allowed inside because no one is coming and going from this area other than the select few who were just released through the Rafah crossing. So again, it is virtually impossible for us to know what the truth is in these accounts, but that is what both sides are saying. And lastly for today, an incredibly alarming report is coming out. According to the New York Times, an Israeli minister suggested dropping a nuclear bomb on Gaza. He was immediately suspended by Prime Minister Netanyahu. We have seen extremist language before in Israel, And just recently, a podcast host there said that there was no such thing as non-combatants in Gaza, according to the New York Times. By immediately suspending this minister, Netanyahu obviously wants to send the message to extremists within his own country that they are in Gaza to wipe out Hamas and not the Palestinian people. That said, The drastic loss of civilian life is grave, and it has led a lot of people to believe that Israel's intentions are to commit a genocide. And with them not slowing down for humanitarian reasons, that just furthers people's lack of trust in what is going on in this area. We'll definitely keep you guys posted, and our prayers are with everyone in this area, but also our donations are on the way as well. Please stay tuned and be on the lookout for our fundraiser for the International Red Cross. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, A man that studies revenge keeps his own wounds green. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oklahoma.